are you looking for a podcast about dredging up some Cthulhu? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh! Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you, buddy? I'm lovely. How are you? (laughs) I am good. It's been, it's been fine. It's been a good week. Good. I get to do, I mean, I am pretty busy tomorrow, which sucks, but we're actually going to a concert tomorrow. Yeah, we are. You and me and Taylor. Which, uh... You guys will hear about after it's already happened, but like, I don't go to a lot of concerts. I haven't been to one in a very long time. Like, okay. I I mean, I I know we've probably talked this, but like, how many concerts have you been to? I've been to like three like concert concerts and then like one music festival that was a shitload of concerts all in one. All right. So you're not like crazy far than me. Like, I've been to like two. Okay. I think and then like I've been to other things but I don't count those like I went to something like way back in the day when I was a kid but like my mom drug me along I don't count that yeah the Beach Boys were there saw them <laughs> okay do you know how many times my mom saw the Beach Boys like when they were a thing too many like a billion times I didn't know your mom was a, a beach bunny she went to them recently wow are they still like around yeah and they're still just as drunk on stage as they were back then (laughs) okay but like yeah she's like a big time beach boys person they all right yeah they're fine they sing real high yeah they're fine um we're going to polyphia which we were gonna do a long time ago like six months ago but the drummer broke his clavicle in a car wreck (laughs) jesus moments before our show we were driving to the show and they're all like He's broken. We can't do it. <laughs> Our drummer broke. So we are only going by the grace of like serendipity, man. Yeah. Mary has our tickets. Mm-hmm. Nobody's been thinking about this show. She just happened to check something and it was so like she found out like Monday that it's Friday. I have this on my calendar already so i must you must have told me like yeah so i've been looking at it like oh yeah polyphia and then the other day you were like do you remember polyphia that was today (laughs) (laughs) i think your timetable's off man yeah it was like maybe friday last week but like it was within the week of the show she tells us and then i tell you yeah and i it like popped up in the back of my mind often Uh uh-huh but i never was like i should look it up and i was just thinking it too and she's like oh yeah that's happening and i was like yeah if we'd have missed that i'd have been pissed (laughs) (laughs) i don't think that i don't even remember what we spent on tickets for that thing but i know it wasn't a lot yeah but i got me a shirt i'm ready to go man ready to go berserk shirt leave me alone meat and two veg leave me alone (laughs) everybody looks at that shirt and was and and just goes that's a penis. How can you not see it's a penis? It's two helmets at the base not, of a very it's long, okay. powerful sword. It's minimalistic, okay? <laughs> I still like it. It's nice. All right. So then what's the what what's the behalet down at the bottom, the little red thing underneath? Like is it like blood pee then? Like You got to see the doctor for that. 
Yeah, because that would be like right in the taint area where that would <laughs> Having be. Having a behalo in your taint, not a good look. That's never good. So, yeah, we're going to a <laughs> he concert. there, screams up at you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you sacrifice? <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm like real excited because I don't know what to expect at all. Yeah, like, same. I don't know what to expect. What if they suck in person? I'm kind of nervous. Like, like, I don't what think they're they going suck? to. I mean, it, Tim's going to be there. And I watch his YouTube videos, like, obsessively. Yeah, he's, like, legit. So, if I see Tim, I'm good. It's a good day, you know? Because, like, I know it's such a hitter. Like, you don't know what the show is that you get between a person and what their <sighs> records are, you know? Right. So, I'm like, okay. Because I didn't know. I mean... I don't go to a lot of concerts, but, like, I thought you went to a concert to get, like, a greatest hits, you know? Okay. But, no, they normally go, like, no, this is all of my new album because I want you to go buy that thing. Right. Yeah, they're normally, like, so touring like, to promote that album. Ugh. I don't want to yeah, hear listened, any of this. We listened to their latest album and we were not impressed. So. That was, like, a a good 30-70 split. 30% good. 70% yeah. not so great. Right. But they did something they'd never done before, which is like collaborations with lyrics. Yeah, with a bunch of people. And none of them were like real standouts, in I my mean, opinion. They could be, but they shouldn't be singing on a Polyphia track. I suppose not. Like, I'm, I'm here to hear the guitar and a bass. Yeah. And that knocking sound, whatever the fuck that knocking sound is. That's what I want. So, yeah, it was fine. So, I'm like hoping that they're not doing a lot from that <laughs> kind of yeah we'll see i'm like can you do stuff from the last album that's the good like one i, I want to hear playing god i want to hear goat but see go goats on the last one though goats on the last one it wasn't on the one that we just listened to mm -mm. Hmm. so hopefully they're like but that's a big one so we do it yeah you know so I'm just trying to wear the meat and two veg shirt so that Tim will be like, oh, somebody wants to hear me do the Berserk song? Finally. And then he'll do the Berserk God. song. Do they play the Berserk song? Yeah, that's a, a little EP they did one time. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Tim fucking loves Berserk. So I figured, you know, you don't see a lot of like that fandom find each other. So I was like, I'm just going to stand there the whole <laughs> Look time. Look at my penis shirt. I, like, Tim, I'm just going to like rub my... Tim, Look, <laughs> I'm probably going to get on a table and just be like, struggle on, brother. And he'll be like, make him leave. <laughs> get this fucking loser out of here. <laughs> God. Oh, man. So anyway. I'm excited, though. I am excited because I don't know what to expect. Yeah. I don't know what to make of this stuff. <sighs> Speaking of not knowing what to make of stuff. Mm-hmm. This this whole first half, guys, just movies, man. Just movies. Get ready for it. Like all new movies, too. So it's going to be phenomenal. Yes. Okay. I saw a movie last week. Yes. You saw it in between last week and now. Uh-huh. So you went to Mario. I did. Okay. I know that you weren't able to at some point, so you were able to go see it finally. Yes. We okay. went to go see it. Um. I told you <laughs> to not watch the end credit scene. Yeah. Do you think I listened to you? I know you didn't. <laughs> but should you have listened to me? I mean, I liked it. 
it wasn't long enough but like but, and it was i had to wait a very long time to see it but like that's it a sound bite yeah to tell me what when there was a herd of yoshis halfway through the fucking movie i already know there's fucking yoshis it's not I know. news like maybe they'll do a yoshis island movie next maybe i don't know i would love to maybe. see that if i got a rosalina tease i would have lost my shit that okay but that's it I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a rating, and then we can get into it. I know, because it sounded like you were about to say you were very generous with your score. No, I think <laughs> you were right about how I was gonna feel about it. Because okay, I cool. went into it being like, "This is gonna be a, an easy nine out of ten. They can't fuck this up." And then I left, and I was like, "That was like a seven and a half." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Um, like, I wasn't like it is the definition of fine. Yes, I was not moved to tears. Um, Who would yeah. be? I mean, I got excited to see Mario on the big screen. I fucking love Mario, dude. I love Toad. I love oh, Princess. Wrong. I was moved to tears. I was. Do I, I want to see Bowser's song? Peaches, 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 peaches. Hands God. down. Blubbering tears. He's so beautiful. I love him. <laughs> no. I like, it was fine. I don't even know that I got that excited in it. I think the most excited... Yeah. What's when they get like the superstar at the end? That was pretty dope. Can I say there is a lot of slow mo in that movie? Yeah. Is that an illumination thing? Like they just fucking you know, mid fight, they're just like, you know what? Slow that shit down. It might be. I haven't seen a lot of illumination stuff because they're mostly mm. minions and Despicable Me. <laughs> yes. And I've seen the first one of Despicable Me, and that's it. I think they're slowed down in the Grinch the same way. Cause like, there's like a snowball fight, I think. And it's the same thing. Like, Whoa. Yeah. What about so, like yeah. secret life of pets that seam of the van, like goes off into the, into the water. That's all slow-mo, right? I think, I think you're right. Loves their slow-mo. Does illumination love slow-mo? <laughs> you Googling? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have like what, a chief slow-mo actor and he's, he's in there doing the slow-mo animations for him. Yeah, it doesn't say anything. They're like, are you talking about Zack Snyder? And I'm like, no. No. Illumination. <laughs> Does Zack Snyder work for Illumination? <laughs> um, but yeah, I would agree with that big time. I wasn't even like blown. Okay, so like when they started the movie and they had the whole like Mamma Mia like advertisement on the TV. I thought you would like it because it's like. I I it's did like, like that part. There it is. But like, then yeah. they go, was that too much? And it's like, okay, that's, that's where we get like our, all right, you yeah. got some of it, but you don't want to hear that the whole time. So here's normal. Yeah. I and like, I guess I understand good. that. I was like, that, that was fun. And like, that's a good way to like, he did the voice for this little bit, but he's not going to do it for the whole movie because this is yeah. new Mario. Um, So I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. I thought that was like a clever way to handle the voice, but at the same time, like, None of the voices at all wowed me. <laughs> like, okay. I'm sorry to say even Jack Black. Like, everyone was just kind of playing themselves. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. I. But, I mean, I, he was... I said he was the best. Jack Black is the, the standout of the he cast, the for sure. the best of them. But, like, you can't tell me it's not just, like, Jack Black on that piano. <laughs> like, that's okay. straight up. His Bowser voice is kind of different he does like a little yeah. gravel whatever i was listening to peaches today because i've never listened to like the <laughs> full single by itself and i was like oh my god is there more right 
he starts in the Bowser voice and then he becomes Jack Black. <laughs> he morphs into himself. Like later in the song, it's straight up just Tenacious D. And then like yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, the gravel. And then like you can hear it like <laughs> slip back a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, he's like, the only one who like put a little stank on the voice. You know, he did something for Bowser. Yeah. Like DK was literally just Seth Rogen. He laughed the exact same as Seth Rogen. He said that. He did an interview for the movie that said, I told them, I don't do voices. It's just going to be me if you want me. Oh and God. they said, okay, then. I just. Isn't that kind I don't of lazy? Know. It really is. That's how the whole movie felt to me. Like, it, nobody. It was safe. Yeah, nobody showed up to be like, I'm going to do a character voice for this. It was all just yeah. like, I'm going to be me. Like, we had Chris Pratt do a little bit of a Brooklyn accent, and that was about it. <laughs> it kind of faded halfway through the movie. Like, I he mean, forgot he was from New York. Charlie Day was just Charlie Day. Yeah. I don't think you could really get like anything him, else out of Charlie Day. You I know, like Charlie Day. I but. think he just suits Luigi as a person. So, like, that's all you needed. Yeah. So, but, like, it, it wasn't Anya a Taylor bad Joy, experience. Though? Yeah, she was just Anya Taylor-Joy. Like, like, Peach is breathy. Yeah. Like, if you've ever played a Mario game, it's always like, Mario! Like, it's... Right. It's very breathy, and she was just, hey, I'm Peach. <laughs> I'm Wah Peach! It's okay. You know? Like, it's, yeah. it's fine. It's a fun movie. I'm not supposed to take anything amazing from it. Right. And I yeah. did um, One thing that it did make me think about, so... Early on, you get that scene where Luigi is separated from Mario and he goes to mm -hmm. this like horrible lava land and the, the fucking dry bones are coming after him all zombie style. And then the shy guys are behind him and the lightning strikes. It really I made me think. I loved that scene. I did too. It like spoke to my horror heart. Yeah. Um, but what do you think is, what in cinema today do you think is destroying little children? <laughs> Like the way that Nothing. the vacuum cleaner eating Nothing. his own cord destroyed you and I from I Brave Little Toaster. I 100% know what you mean. And there is nothing. You don't think anything, you don't think like a little kid is going to a movie. By the no, way, like, I didn't this is the closest. Like I'm saying like, they're not destroying children. They should be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I went to John Wick. We talked about this last episode. Somebody brought their like four year old daughter to that movie. But like, so I took your question like what children's media is fucking yeah, up the children because definitely that's the way I meant it. But then it just reminded yeah. me of that fucking lady who was like, I'm going to bring my toddler to this movie. Dude, we had what people that took their children to the it movies when we went and saw them on the big Why? screen. Why? Why are you doing this? I saw Tim Curry on a 19 inch VHS tape <laughs> and was <laughs> fucked up for a life. You think a kid can handle, you know, Bill Skarsgård? 80 feet tall on screen his fucking eyeballs fuck that you know yeah and those so, kids didn't care so those kids were hardcore i guess but i just want to know like what children's media today is making spooky stuff that is going to ruin a child's psyche into the future i i need to know like if you have if you're listening to this and you have children please write in about what is scarring them because i want to know i want to know what the children of today are going to be afraid of in 20 years that's why i always come to you with like i liked this kids thing because it was dark like i'm used to yes you know i think i think we need dark stuff in children's media like not to say that we should be scarring our children yeah. but it has a place because you want you don't want children's like, media to just be a happy place to go where yeah. you forget everything like 
where's the land before time watching mama yes. give her last little speech fuck off everyone shits you know? on like kids movies that have a hard parent death like that at the beginning or whatever because yeah. disney does that frequently but they do that because it's a safe space for a child to experience and sort through an emotion like that before they have to deal with it in real life yeah like if you lose your mom when you're seven you could think back and be like oh like simba and the lion king when he lost his dad like i've seen this before i, I know tell how to you guys a little. movies aren't just for fun they're not just yeah. a circus they are <laughs> almost a coping or a teaching that you should be learning something from everything you've watched yeah Except for Mario. You should just go, oh, yeah. I didn't have any learning takeaways from Mario. <laughs> I learned how a company can just make a shit ton of money with stuff they own already. That's what you yeah. learn. You learn capitalism from the Mario movie. <laughs> I do have one question for you, though. Okay. So there was a lot of, like, Mario references and stuff throughout the movie, which I was like, that's fun. Mm -hmm. There was, like, stuff in the background, things the characters did. Why did Toad bust out a frying pan and just start cooking for the other toads is that a reference to something i have seen so much about that what is that somebody thinks it's a captain toad thing i played captain toad and there was no cooking in that game somebody pointed out some weird like he does it once in not not even in his game it was where okay. he was introduced in 3d world yeah when that happened i, I turned to richard and i was like yeah what is that and he Richard was like, I don't fucking but know. <laughs> most people went, I'm getting Breath of the Wild vibes because that's how Link makes his that's, food. Yeah, kind of what I got too. And I was like, why are they bringing that into Mario? I don't know. I thought it was a weird scene and I didn't think much about it past it. Like, I was like, I don't even care if that's a thing. That was that was dumb. I didn't it like it. It stuck with me because it was the only thing I didn't really like get. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I said something to Taylor. I'm going to hang on to it for the conversation. And I think you're going to get real mad at me later okay i'm gonna bust this out for our next one all right but so i think we're in the same spot mario's fine it's very mario's good fine. i mean it's fun that's all it is it's yeah. pure fun right that's it you're not gonna walk away with like a life lesson or changed as a human being which i mean i guess you probably shouldn't expect that from a video game movie but but i, I will give them this brian taylor the guy that did the score for the movie yes. went fucking hard i was so happy about the score the first part when they like when they first go underground and you get that like subtle yeah. dun -dun -dun -dun, i was yeah. like oh shit that's so cool dude so i they didn't release the album until like a couple days after like pretty much until the following monday because i guess maybe you know how like track titles will spoil like what happens in a game sometimes They're like we can't release the soundtrack you'll know what yeah. happens because it might like be like Eris's death or something yeah so i guess they were holding off so they dropped it monday and i've been like kind of dabbling with it trying to be like it was good like what else is on it one yeah. of the songs is just video game sound bites to the beat to make the music it's Fucking amazing cool. oh my god i gotta listen to the soundtrack like it's pretty cool what the guy did. Like, to me, the standout is the music. Yeah. I was a little, um, I don't know, off-put by just the random rock songs they included in there. I was like, why are we bringing ACDC into yeah, Rainbow Road? that was a whole thing that people like, are mad about. Give me the Rainbow Road song. <laughs> so, <laughs> I told you that it was a, a brisk hour and a half. 
And yeah. there was a whole plot point that I thought was completely stupid. Uh, yeah. Do you have what it is? Rainbow Road? <laughs> no, it's right after Rainbow Road when they fall off and they get eaten by a fish just to go, okay, rock yeah. it out. That was it. Yeah, that was... What's the point of I this? I mean, there was a whole... The, the plot of this movie is so thin. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they yeah. don't do much of anything in this movie. They just like, let's hit all the Mario places. Mm-hmm. So like, we have to go recruit Donkey Kong. So we have to fight him for no reason. And then Mario has to hit all the buttons. And yeah. He turns small and he turns into a cat and he turns into a raccoon. And I mean, they just, I think what they did is they were like, everyone write down a Mario reference. <laughs> what, what, it, what's your favorite thing from a Mario game? And they put it on sticky notes and they put it all up on a whiteboard and they were like, let's storyboard this. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, so, that is the that that is the plot. The most interesting plot point is the fact that Peach came through a pipe and got to this world somehow. I was like, that's fucking weird. That's so random. But that's the only like plot point so far. Like, yeah. Yeah. Where did she come from? Interesting. She's just like a human baby that showed up through a warp pipe and the toads first raised her and then made her princess. I will ponder on this. That That's like the one ponder point I left. Also, I like the references, but like baby Mario and baby Luigi. <laughs> I know that's how they look in the game, but you don't look like that and turn into a normal looking person. <laughs> Sorry. You, you they don't. They were so cute, though. They're stupid eyes. It's a weird movie, dude. Yeah. I I mean it it was animated beautifully. The world was great. It was yes. full of little Easter eggs. What more could you want? The score, fantastic, ten out yeah. of ten. Plot, nothing. <laughs> I just want to see it on my TV in surround sound and enjoy it at home. Like that's all I want from it. Yeah, this would be it's a, a fine movie to put on, on for the kids. Oh yeah, and they won't be harmed by it, except for the except for dry bones. Yeah, that shit, like. That was the one time I was really excited in the movie because I was like, yeah. I'm actually kind of freaked out. This I is like gnarly. Enthralled. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was a gnarly scene. I enjoyed that a lot. Very good. So then you went to a movie first and saw something. Yes. I went and saw this movie as well. I'm glad. I hoped you did. I did. Um, my takeaway from this movie is Jonathan. 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 <laughs> It's Jonathan, right? Jonathan, I think. Jonathan. That's the best part of the movie to me. It is. I love Jonathan. Okay. For as big as he has been on TikTok for his like practical effects. <laughs> yes. 20 seconds of screen time. It, yeah. Jonathan was not done enough justice in the actual movie. Um, Jonathan. Perfect. I loved him. Can we crack this thing open in honor of Jonathan? Yes. I mean, it's not like he died. <laughs> Rip Jonathan. I mean, almost did. Almost. That was a fun movie, man. Now, be ready for my statement that you're going to Okay. Hate. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I told Taylor, I was like, man, I like the Mario movie more than this one. Oh, my God. Really? I, it was more fun to me. I found oh, it more TNT fun. The TNT movie was so much fun. It was all fun. It like, was fine. There oh. were part. I liked a lot of it. Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't said anything about its length yet. How long was it? It was like two hours-ish, right? It's, it's apparently two and a half. Two and a half? It did not feel that long to me. 
No, it did not. I definitely did not think it felt that long. But yeah, apparently that's sped by. some of the people we were with were feeling it. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, don't you know how long this is? No, it's <laughs> like, okay, so it's like two hours and 15 minutes. Okay. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, did you stay for the end credits of this one? Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait. It was a mid credits. And it deserved to be a mid-credits because also shitty end credit scene. Was there an end credits after the mid-credits? No. It's okay, just the it dude just the... going like, anybody got a question? And you know what, yeah. what would have made that scene better? What? If that's the question that killed him. Because then it's like <laughs> he could have killed himself the whole time. God. Then I would have liked it. This movie and Mario, we've been having a whole discussion on how end credit scenes suck ass these days they sure do man they're so unnecessary i just don't know why we have to do it like if you're going to have an end credit scene have a mid credit scene like i like it when a movie has the the fancy end credits that are illustrated and stuff and like show off things and characters like the end credits the the animated end credits for both the DD movie and the mario movie were very good if you just stick your end credit scene right after that for everybody boom that's fine yeah one more joke before you go. <laughs> yeah. Right? I know people are going to start in on it. Let me address it first. Yes. The Marvel movie and credit scenes are usually more production value. They have a purpose of setting up the next story. Uh-huh. I will tell you now, I have not been excited about a Marvel end credit scene virtually ever because I don't know the comics that well. So usually yeah. I would get done. I would see it and then I'd go, what does that mean, Sean? <laughs> he would explain it and then i go cool still don't know and then i'd yeah. move on the last great end credit scene i think is one of the earliest man toy story ferris bueller's day off man what's their end credit scene it ends and then he like comes out in his robe and he's like hey oh yeah are you guys still here <laughs> there's nothing else go Go home. That's a fun end credit scene. It's like a meta joke with your audience. That's fucking yeah. unique. I like a that. Yoshi soundbite is not a good end credit scene. Right. Doing doing a joke that's already a little overplayed in your movie about asking questions is just another jab at a joke that's kind of dead already. Yeah. There's the rule of threes. You're only supposed to do something three times. After the third time, it's no longer funny. And they pulled the joke thing or the question thing like six times in that movie. They sure did. And I was like, <laughs> we're done. And the fact that just like a seventh stick in your gut at the end. I was like, this is the worst end credit scene. I'm fucking over this. <laughs> and I ran away. Yeah. Okay. I, I really liked the movie. I like the fact that it was, it felt so much like a and d campaign. Like this is it just did. Yeah, it it really felt they put the players in the game kind of like the attitude of the people mm-hmm. is somebody I've seen at my table playing Dungeons and Dragons. I felt this movie was also safe. Okay. Because it's not really t- like I feel like they should have went a little more nerdy with it. Me and okay. Taylor agreed fully. Michelle Rodriguez shows up, right? Uh-huh. And then boom, it shows Holga and then it shows her stats. You oh, get yeah. like Chris Pine and then like you get stats. 
That would have been cool. That would have just been like a cool touch to like what it is for the people that play it. This movie's for people that don't know what this is to so just come have a fun time. Yeah, I think kind of that like the Mario movie. Like, right. it, if you know the other stuff, you take more, but it didn't cater to you more. So I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something about this movie. I think what it is, is an extended advertisement for D&D. Yes. Because it is produced by the people who have created the original like Dungeons and Dragons, like Wizards yeah. of the Coast or whatever did this shit. Okay. So it's not produced by nerds. It's produced by the people who made the thing for the nerds. Gotcha. So that's, okay. I think, why we didn't get so much, like, yeah. cool nerdy shit. Like, they still had a lot of really cool moments. You know, they had the gelatinous cube. They had the Underdark. They had all these things that are, like, existing within the world of D&D, but they don't have, like, here's the player's spin on it. Yeah. That's there what was, like, I felt really, was missing. There was a really fun moment at the end of the movie when they defeat the big bad and they're like all throwing spells at her like almost at the same time. But if you like watch it closely, it is kind of mimicking turn-based combat, which is what okay. D&D is based off of. Yeah. So like you can see like in D&D you'll have a role and then somebody can help you out with the role when they yeah. do theirs and with all, all that kind of jazz. So that was kind of mimicked in the combat. And then the very, very end when she like grabs the wizard and like shakes oh, her and God, like hits her Jesus. against the ground. Yeah. <laughs> that to me mimicked like the victorious rage that you experience when you finally defeat the end game and you're like, yes, we fucking killed it. Eat shit to you. And you're just like shaking the corpse of the thing. Like yeah. I felt that, but yeah, I mean, overall pretty safe movie, but I was mostly blown away by the production value of this movie. Yes. Like the practical effects were stunning. I was so excited to see, um, that heist scene where she gets like the mirror up on the underside of that, that, ca- that was carriage. Fun, dude. That was so cool and so creative in the way that they're like thinking through the problem. But the way that was filmed was also practical. They had a rotating set that she could like actually go through the mirror and like, Oh, when she did the up. whole like step through thing. Yes. Yeah, I love that part. Yeah. That was so fucking cool. And I'm just like, you don't get to see a whole lot of practical effects like that anymore, you know? Yeah. I want I want that to be brought back. I want to see more. Yimtope loves practical effects. Yes, you guys we know do. this, especially if you watch Friday Roundup. We're into that shit. So actually, we had seen this and we just watched another movie because there's another movie coming out soon that I can't wait to see. But I watched my favorite horror movie of all time. Evil Dead remake from 2013. Nice. And I was like, yeah, because it's all practical. There's, like, no CG in the whole fucking thing. Yeah. So it still holds up no matter how f- how far time goes. Right. You know? It's always good. It's always great. You know? That's what this movie's going to do. Like, people are going to pick apart Marvel movies even two years down the road. Like, Ugh. look at this fucking Birdman. It's dumb. But you're going to look at <laughs> Jarnathan and always be like, look at how cool that Birdman looks. Yeah, because they built him. Yeah, he's real. He's the dude. He's really there. Yeah. Like, you can't beat that shit, you know? Right. Like, the first time I really had practical effects kind of explained in that way that made me start to appreciate them. It's dumb. But it was (laughs) the Alien versus Predator movie. Okay. Like, so back, back in the day, 
a movie uh-huh. would come out and they would have like a random TV show that would come on like how they did the effects in this, which is how I learned in yeah. uh, Phantom Menace, the waterfalls of Naboo were salt being poured out of a thing. Yeah. And all the people on, um, in the pod race are just Q-tips that are colored in and stuff. Yes, with like a hair dryer blowing them to make them look like the crowd's yes. moving. It's so, so like, fucking cool. I learned that on this like random TV show thing, right? And they had one mm-hmm. of those for alien versus predator so when i watched it they were talking about how they refused to do cg because even back then that was like 2005 or six or something yeah they agreed that cg didn't look real enough we can just build a head don't show the body just build the head and get close-ups of this head and you'll always feel more connected to that than anything else you sent me a TikTok that showed like the making of Smile and how the creatures in that were fucking practical. I didn't even know that. That like, scared I the didn't shit out of me. Know that? <laughs> like I saw the movie, didn't think that was practical. Yeah, that scares me. That's spooky. Like the fact that they yeah. built a, a whole dummy out of her and had that jaw unhinged. Like yeah. that was gross. I did like this movie. I did. Okay. I mean, it's the same as Mario for me. Like, it's 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 an eight. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, the movie. plot, the plot was like you know nothing special. It all played out the way you expected it to. Yeah, you know what killed it for me? Really, towards the what? end, I was like, of course we're building towards getting the fucking talisman or whatever, just to be like, oh, and they pull an onward like, but is your mom really <laughs> your mom? Yeah, this person's your mom, and I was like, I mean. Okay, but I wanted the mom. But she was the mom, you know? But, like, that wasn't really that big a thing. Like, it wasn't that big a plot point to just be, like, heartfelt mom-daughter moment. I was like, I mean, well, yeah, but, like, she didn't even hang out with her the whole movie. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I, like, that's the part that I was really, like, you guys really just made the most typical plot point right now. Yeah. I did gasp when she was stabbed, though, because I was like, that's a fucking red blade, yeah. dude. She's done. She's done. <laughs> She's toast. She's gone. And then the amulet. And I was like, oh, well, now you fucked it up. Like, you should just let it let it go. Would have been uh, horrible if he was like, no, I don't give a shit about my daughter. I'm summoning my dead wife. I was actually kind of hoping that they would get the talisman thing. And it wasn't what they were told. So oh. they went through the whole thing for nothing in the first place. But because they went for it, they wound up saving the daughter, getting him, getting her away from the dude, getting him all fucked up, getting rid of the red wizard people. Like, yeah, they did good, but didn't know they were. Yeah. To me, that would have been cool. But like, we didn't even twist it. Like Mario and this movie had no twists. They were just like, here you go. Here's your. Yeah, I don't think they. I don't think they really needed a twist, to be honest. Like, well, I think these things are too nerdy. That they have to try to generalize it so that people who don't know it because they see it as too nerdy will enjoy it, potentially get into it later. Precisely. But that's dumb. (laughs) I want better Mario. I would like a better Dungeons and Dragons movie later. I want you to full nerd. I wanted somebody, even just a joke. Dude falls on his face and they go like critical fail or something, you know. I know. I was waiting for that too. (laughs) Give us something about... A D20. Something about counting to 20. Anything. But, but nothing. Can we agree the funniest part of the movie is when a the fat Chris dragon. Pine, 
No. No. The Chris oh, Pine illusion that starts fucking breaking down. It was horrible. That, that comedy was peppered throughout this entire movie, and I was yes. there for it the whole time. This movie was funny. About no, everything else, it was fucking funny. funny. It was one of the best comedies I've seen in a very long time. Like, uh, the guffaw that escaped me when he started melting. I yeah. was like, I, I was making a scene in the theater. <laughs> it was I, nuts. I, I did turn to Taylor, and I was like, who fucking knew my whole life I just wanted halfling bradley cooper i've needed that my whole life he's cute as shit he is cute as i shit. loved him i loved him <laughs> i love that he has another like big beefcake wife yeah <laughs> like, perfect it was a good movie it was a good movie but i don't see myself watching this one again this is a movie that I could come back to like Clue, I think. Like it was funny and enjoyable and it's just like you can you can put this movie on, you know it's going to be a good time. Who was I know people love this guy, but you know what? I'm not into the Detective Pikachu kid. Oh, really? I think he's fine. I mean, he's yeah. not my my best friend. I think he's but he's you, fine enough. You know who is my best friend? Chris Pine. Oh, Chris Pine. He's so good, man. Just just existing, he is good. And Bev he is good. So uh Doric, the the I'm changeling in person, love. Yes. I've been waiting for another thing to have Bev in it, because that's Beverly from the It movies. Uh-huh. Like she fucking killed it in those movies. Like she was so yes. good. I've been waiting to see what and she was just as good in these. Oh, she was amazing. She I can't for wait me, for her to like, keep doing stuff. I wanted her to not get with detective pikachu at the end though like i wanted her to be like i'm gay or something <laughs> okay there's a trailer i think that played before. well see we got the old trailer did you get the new spider-verse trailer yes you got the new one because or it's the one where he's like jumping through all the different like spider-mans and there's like scaffolding or something see there's like an old one so did you get the old one where she's like don't let people make you feel like you don't belong like you do and all that stuff yeah that's the old one. Oh, what's the, the new one? The new one, it's like, they he like turns out that he's lying to him about going to school and he's making a B in Spanish, but his mom's fucking Hispanic, so that's mm. a big problem. Okay. <laughs> but there's a scene in that trailer, because you know, this is a big Yimtope thing here. Oh. Not everything has to go romance. Like yes. Kelsey just said with these two people, it didn't need to go there. Yeah. Like, I thought it was funny, like, ah, we failed before, and then they just become good friends. That's that's cool. Yeah. We love Spider-Verse because Gwen and Miles aren't a thing. Right. They're totally going to be a thing in this next movie. Like, they do a Are whole, they... like, hand, like his hand is inching over towards hers, and, like, Meh. he's going to make moves. Like, I know that's where it's going. He's making moves on that girl. That sucks. But, like, why? Yeah. I like their dynamic now. It doesn't have There's, to be different. There are not enough depictions of male-female friendship in media. Yeah. Like, there's not. And it creates this horrible... I don't want to get too deep into it, but there's, like, that horrible sect of people that are like, boys and girls can't be friends because they're just going to fuck. Like, yeah. that's not a thing. You can, you can be friends with the gender that you're attracted to and still be their friends. There are bisexual people who are friends with both yeah. kinds of people in this world. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, 
I think that's where a lot of like, let's let's take it some clownfish TV, man. Let's do some yeah. toxic masculinity <laughs> stuff here. <laughs> okay. That's where the whole like, I was your friend, you owe me shit comes from. I feel yes. like that. That's exactly <clears throat> where that shit comes from. Disgusting. Right? Because. Yes. Well, I'm the hero of this movie, so I should get my best friend, the girl. I should get the girl. I'm owed this because I did a favor for you. Yeah. That would stem back to every piece of media that person has ever seen. Yeah. And here it is again. Like, this guy was the nerdy dude. He couldn't do stuff. He did one thing, finally. And then he gets the girl. One magic right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. I thought that was lame. It's a, it's a bad move. Yeah. Shoehorned romance. Not our fave. I remember another movie thing where they were like, well, everybody relates to romance. So that's why they always put a romance in there. Because if somebody doesn't like a movie in general, they'll like the romance. I hate that. So I get it. I get it on like the psychology standpoint. But we just discussed how it is also negatively affecting the psychology standpoint. Yes. Like, I know this has nothing to do with Dungeons and Dragons, guys, but... (laughs) I mean, it's a little bit to do with Dungeons and Dragons. There's a lot of incels that play. Yeah. I will say <laughs> the only thing I caught was the gelatinous cube. And I only know of the gelatinous cube because of Big Bang Theory. Okay. <laughs> so when we went to it, Taylor was like, what do I need to know? And I was like, well, I don't know anything. So let's look for a gelatinous cube. <laughs> and she go. goes, what's that? And I was like, I don't know. It's supposedly a thing. Yep. But I thought it was green. It Is was it green? green. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I think they're green. I mean, it's a, it's I a did written like the media. Cube. Yeah. Yeah. I did like the cube. The fucking Panthers. I could like project more Panthers. Those guys are sick. Fuck off. <laughs> Evil. So scary. <laughs> I like them. It was terrifying. It was, I mean, I don't know what it was they really were, cool, but, but yeah, I just had, I think that's the thing. I'm, I'm saying I had more fun in Mario. Cause I know Mario. Yeah. I'm I'm gathering more of those references. I'm gathering more of the things that I wish I would have seen. Okay. I don't know what I want to see in D&D because mm. I don't know what to begin with, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. But I got exactly what I wanted from this movie. I knew it was going to be funny. I knew it was going to be good. And I knew Chris Pine was fine. <laughs> I don't give a shit if you guys clip that and send it to him. Tell him. I, I'll tell him to his face how fine he is. I don't give a shit. We He's awesome. Him, I love him. A little bit unrelated. We watched his very first movie ever the other day, too. Oh, my God. What movie? Princess Diaries. He's in Princess Diaries? He's in Princess Diaries 2. Chris Pine. Princess Diaries. Part 2, though. Part 2. He is so young. It was gross. Baby. You know how, like, (laughs) disproportional people look when they're young? Like, yeah. Like, like your head looks right, but your body's too lanky for it. (laughs) Because you're just young and your body doesn't know what to do with itself. That's funny. Uh, Taylor loves those movies. And we were sitting around one night and I was like, you know what? We have nothing to watch. I've never seen them. You've always wanted me to see them. Let's watch both of them. Yeah. And guess what? I enjoyed them both. But part two, I liked way more. And not just because Chris Pine was in it, but it sure didn't hurt. Okay. So, yeah. Good movies. So, good movies, good practical effects, good time. Oh, yeah. Like, both Mario and D&D, if you can in a theater, think it's worth it. Yeah, I think so. Like, these are fun, pulpy romps. 
You know what I mean? Yes. It's we love a good pulpy romp, actiony fun. I liked it. <laughs> um, speaking of good actiony fun and practical effects, we're gonna revisit John Wick real quick. Okay. So I was browsing the internet, reading reviews on John Wick because I wanted to know what other people thought of it, yeah. and that's not where the story goes. Um, okay. I ran across this article <laughs> that was about gun safety on the John Wick set. And I was like, Oh, interesting okay. because John Wick does a fucking lot of guns. Like they, they have pioneered this, um, this style of cinema that this guy calls gun foo. And I'm like, that's my new favorite thing. Okay. <laughs> so, did you know that the uh, the director is a former stuntman? No. Chad, sense, whatever right? his name is. Yeah, Chad Stahelski. I did not know that. Yeah, former stuntman Chad Stahelski. So they interviewed him for this article. This is on IndieWire.com. Okay. Um, if you guys want to check it out, the, the title of the article is We Give a Shit. Gun Safety Defines the John Wick Franchise as Much as the Weapons Do. Okay. So as I'm going through this article, um, I'm looking at it. And th- so the... The gun, the use of guns on set, I have never really understood just as a movie watcher, why you need an actual firing gun on the set. Like, yeah. why do you have to have that? Why can't you just add in visual effects afterward and be like, this is just a piece of metal and I mean, we're going to add in the, the muzzle flash afterward, right? I guess it could look bad, but it is so like, I mean, it is so quick. I guess, you you know, you wouldn't notice a m- yeah you know a flash looking so cg or whatever yeah like i feel like it i feel like it's time we can we can cgi entire movies let's cgi a muzzle flash on a gun i genuinely wondered how it worked in this movie because there's so many shots of him like shooting a person point blank (laughs) yes you know yes and i'm like there's a flash (laughs) in his face i know how did we do this because taylor asks me all the time how does like how do blanks work uh huh. You know, and I was like, man, I I never looked in this movie, but like, I don't know if the barrel moves when they shoot. So if it's not a blank, how do you do that? Here's the thing: the guns on this set are like fully functional props that don't fire an actual bullet. Okay. So you can load a like a magazine into it. It fires the casings out the top of the gun. Okay. That's a practical effect. It does not fire a bullet. Like, there's no hole for the bullet to exit. It's just firing these bullet casings at the top. Okay. And they're not, like, real bullets. It's it's prop bullets. Yeah. That are made for the express purpose to look like casings being ejected from a spent gun. Okay. And one of the coolest okay. things I've ever seen, the, the magazine, the, the guns on set are designed to jam like normal guns at irregular intervals. Okay. So whenever you're <laughs> seeing John Wick, like operate a gun it's yeah. keanu reeves like actually clearing a jammed rifle on set like for real real yeah and loading an actual magazine so they're not scripted magazine loads and they're not scripted bullet firings like that's fucking dope yeah they're just reacting to the props as they come through so like that's cool shit and i just think that more movies need to move toward a practical type of effect like this it's like, a it's a practical where it needs to be you don't need an actual fucking bullet to fire out the end of your gun on set because that just doesn't make any sense make be like this guy get some props that look enough like a gun that you can just edit in a muzzle flash and make it look realistic isn't that what movie magic was all about it was you could 
you could create something to look so real that but it wasn't yes. but right. cgi just became like well now we don't have to create shit because we can just make the fake thing yeah but like and this is movie magic you are creating this illusion now yes you know i think that is so fucking cool and it's fucking i mean cool. there are several people that have died to accidental gun violence on yes. a movie set which and is insane even to me recently yeah like helena hutchins on yeah. rust like there there needs to be some kind of mandate in hollywood in my opinion that you can't have a gun on a set that can fire a real bullet yeah. like there's just not a need for it it doesn't make sense yeah i'm just really happy that john wick can do stuff like this that's because like super cool yeah well the movie has a, an obscene amount of guns and just a ridiculous amount of gun violence. None of it is real. <laughs> and that's beautiful. Sure is. I love that. That answers a question I've had for quite a while. Thank you for that. Uh, John Mike. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, with that revelation, you want to take a quick break? Yes, please. Let's do it. <laughs> Fucking real ass pre-ramble here. But you yeah. know what? <laughs> From the way things go these days... I feel like we're in need of kind of like some real stuff. I don't know if we like are in kind of a, I'm ignoring everything. Let's just watch movies. Let's just play games. And everybody's been like, just kind of skirting around the real world for the last two years since COVID. Yeah. Know? It feels very much like a, you know how back in, I think it was like France pre-revolution or something. You have bread and circuses and that keeps the people happy and complacent and like, you mm -hmm. don't fucking have bread and circuses anymore. <laughs> you get a revolution. And we're really close to running out of fucking bread. They're starting to make us yeah, pay like, for advertisements on our circuses. So There's only circus, no bread. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm getting to the point, like, where's the bread? Because yeah. I have an abundance of, like, there's too much circus. Too much you circus. You know, our Friday roundup that just wrapped up for us. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's too much circus. I need Dredge, then Dead Island, then the Star yeah. Wars game, and then fucking, so fucking there's more games other are coming shit. out. Yeah. The Legend of Zelda game is coming out. Like, yes. And these games aren't bite sized anymore. You can't indulge in all five of these things. You right. You're going to have to pick one to two and call it a quits on the other three. Pick one circus. You can't have them all. And that. Makes it stressful in a way, right? Like the circus is I want to is circus. fucking stressful. I want a circus. I don't have yeah. time to circus because I'm too busy trying to afford bread. If you folks enjoyed that bit of the pre-ramble, you can get the full, complete, entire bonus episode by going on over to patreon.com backslash ymbtoap and signing up to be a patron. Our patrons are our buddies. They're our good pals. They help us figure out what we want to talk about on the show. They give us topic suggestions. Uh, we just got a brand new patron. His name is Jason. You may have heard his ad previously on our show because he is a part of Threads podcast. Welcome to the Patreon, Jason. I'm so sorry that all we're talking about right now is furry stuff. <laughs> I can't believe you came in at this point in our lives. I can. <laughs> if you guys want to join the Patreon, go check it out. We are more than happy to have you. It is our podcast anniversary month and this is actually our podcast anniversary week i'm so happy happy anniversary um <laughs> happy, anniversary. happy anniversary if you guys want to be the ultimate supporter beyond the patreon you can get yourself some yemtope gear over at the yemtope apparel store because we have so many new styles and things for you over at that there store if you want a pencil pouch if you want a little notebook if you want some cool steel water bottles 
go check it out. We got a lot of good things. Oh, yeah. Link to the shop lives in the show notes. And of course, thank you so much to all of our supporters, whether you buy something, whether you pay us monthly, whether you don't pay us at all. We just love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get you back on to that regularly scheduled EM Tope content. I did love it. Love is dead. Yep. I did the thing. What'd you do? I did it out of love, though. <laughs> out of love for what? I'm watching it for a friend because they were in the middle of watching it. And now have to finish it in a, in a method they didn't anticipate. So I decided to join oh, no. them on this journey. Oh, my God. This show sucks. So you got what you wanted. Okay. Love is Blind. Season four. If you're not aware where Love is Blind stands here. We are fanti. We watch it because we're fans and we're anti. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you got what you wanted. You said, give me Seattle. Well, you got some shitty Seattle people, man. Oh, my God. You Seattleites sure got they them. Suck. I thought the Dallas people were bad. Like, I mean, we I are people bad. here. My, Dallas people are not good people. But I thought that Seattle, the crunchy like granola here. hippies, I thought they would be a fun time. You know, we're shitty, but we're they're shitty. just like apathetic to anything. Oh my god, I I need to look up the couple I'm, names for this. So oh, I can no, write them down. I, and we can talk about. They're them. all imprinted in my brain. Okay, great. <laughs> but I was going to pull so up some people because I want to know who, like, your least favorites are and all that stuff. I'm, I'm having a revelation about myself as I'm watching this Ooh. show. <laughs> that reality TV is a lie and you should never indulge in any of it now? No, I think I just hate white people. <laughs> I mean, welcome to that <laughs> gang, dude. <laughs> I've... I've uh, grown into this over time that I don't like white people and I don't like rich people. Yeah. So if you're rich and white, and you are real bad. Literally half the cast of Love is Blind. So, okay, who are the couples? There's Kwame and Chelsea. I know them right off the top of my head. Is that there's... your favorite? We'll talk about it. <laughs> uh, okay. There's Okay, here. So Kwame and Chelsea, you got uh, Brett and Tiffany. Okay. Then you got Paul and Micah. Uh-huh. And then you got... All right, so that's three. Because then you have... There's supposed to be five. And I, that I Spanish can only lady. come up with four. The Spanish lady. Yeah, she's got like the long hair. Oh, Marshall and Jacqueline. Marshall and Jacqueline, that's them. Yep. And then you've got... You've got Zach and Irina? No wait, Zach and Oh my Bliss? god. What? <laughs> oh, you, you might not know this yet then. I'm st- I mean, I've got a revelation for you on that one then. Okay, I'm in episode <sighs> 5, so we're in Mexico day 2 where I'm currently at. Okay. But but you finished that one. Yes. Okay. Cool. I fucking hate almost all of these people. <laughs> there was a person that I super hated that I like now because I think okay. they were just around a bad influence. If that gives you a hint as to who I like now. Yeah, I think so. So, okay. Let's just let's just go at the start. Let me Okay. Let me tell you there I saw. Tell me. Do you even fucking notice, my dude? How almost breakneck it seems. We're just like, yeah, go from so here to fast. here, here to here, here to here. Yeah, then, I feel like the season is flying by. Then they make you go, oh, 
these people are so about each other. How come we've never seen them once in a pod together? You're yes. going to tell me you left this whole love story in the background this whole time? <laughs> I know. That it's not even here. Taylor several times would be like, did I miss something? And I'm like, no. No, we're they're just apparently in love and they've been talking like the whole week, but we've never seen them. And she's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. We don't know them. That's how it's been. Like, I feel, I feel like they are packing more and more content into these episodes. And I feel like, okay, so let's start with the pods. I feel like in the pods this year, we got more time with the people in their living quarters than we've had in previous seasons. Yes. Right. Hands down. We're seeing a lot more of people just like hanging out in the kitchen, baking cupcakes, doing yoga together. I well, because they want the drama. Because every yes. time they show this, it's something dramatic. Yes, a hundred percent. And I feel like there's maybe just like oh. one or two people this year that are really, really dramatic, and that's why we're getting so much living yeah. quarter time. So <sighs> let's just open with your least favorite person on this show. Micah. No. Irina? It's Irina. Both of them. I can't stand either of them. And when they get together, they're just horrible. Dude. Amber. So bad. This girl, Amber, gets her heart ripped out. It sucks. And Irina sneaks over to listen to her conversation with somebody else while she's crying. And she's eating this fucking microwave lean cuisine shit or whatever. And laughing laughing and she has a line don't know if you heard it but she straight up says god i wish i wasn't so evil like i wish i would be nicer to people it's a choice honey yeah she says it and chelsea is sitting there and goes yeah then why don't you yes i love chelsea honestly chelsea is probably one of my favorite chelsea's a boss love is blind she's amazing she is a boss she knows what she is about she is so confident she is what every woman should aspire to me like she just knows who she is and she knows her worth you haven't gotten to stuff let me give you some chelsea love oh god okay okay they go home you know so they're like they're living in their shared apartment that they give you yeah which i turned to taylor and was like you know netflix owns that apartment doesn't that gross you out like this is a company that owns this place that they can just put people from their shows in it that's why a normal person can't get a place to live yeah fucking gross don't like that but they didn't do this so much in the last one but in this one they're like okay let's go get stuff from your apartment and i'll get stuff from mine so they go to each other's apartment individually and they kind of like can see the other person's space they did like a hair of that in last season because um they did that more in older ones then they kind of like steered away from it there was like that one guy who didn't clean his house before he left and did not flush his toilet before he left i'm pretty sure that was cole (laughs) Yes, it was cold. It was probably cold. So gross. They showed a fly in his urine in his toilet. Yeah. Everybody Thanks, on this season, they all have like one dead plant. Oh my <laughs> it's, god. It's 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 super funny. Cuz they all have like the same dead plant, which is weird. <laughs> but uh Kwame goes to Chelsea's place and they're grabbing some stuff and he's like, "Yeah, just um What's up with all the pink? Because, like, <laughs> her Keurig is pink. Every dish oh, towel man. is pink. Like, everything is pink. Awesome. And, sh- and she goes, well, the person that I was with before was really controlling about how our area could look. And oh, so man. when I finally, like, escaped him, I'm pretty sure that's how she says it, too. Like, when I escaped Ooh. him finally, 
I wanted to have a place that reflected who I truly was and what I really wanted. So I kind of chose pink and went hard. Like, I don't even think I want this much, but (laughs) this, this house became a healing space for me. And all of this was proof that I could heal. And then like, it cuts to like the side stuff and she's crying. And I was all like, you're still a fucking boss. You're so awesome. Chelsea. God damn it. She's amazing. Yeah. She's pretty cool. That's not my favorite couple. Oh, favorite couple is, Gotta be Brett and Tiffany, right? I feel like Paradise is gonna shift on this one, man. I don't oh, know. No. <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting I'm not I'm not fully done. I'm in episode eight. Episode eight's already my god. And I'm like in it. We were like halfway through it and Taylor just kinda like <laughs> just just dipped out. <laughs> <laughs> the season is so bad. The people <laughs> in this season are so shitty. Like they're so yeah. mean and bad. I will agree with what somebody told me. And I think this is a first. Somebody told me they went, you know what? I think this is the first season where the men actually have more integrity than the women do. Oh, my God. And I uh, (laughs) believe it. Is it because of Micah and Kwame? Because I have feelings and thoughts. Well, like, Zach means his shit, too. That poor cartoon of a man. Poor fool. My God. I, I adore him. Like I, I like fully him adore him. When he first showed up, I was like, "This sucker!" I didn't like him. He, but then he like opened up about his like past yeah. and why he was so fucking goofy. And I was like, "Oh, he's <laughs> why actually he's so fucking goofy." <laughs> <laughs> but he's actually really sweet. Yeah. I don't know. I him and I Brett have a soft spot for him. Him and Brett give me hopes that like there are still some good dudes out there sometimes. Yeah, but Zach, he made me so sad. <laughs> when he met Irina for the first time oh my god and she's just like oh you look like a cartoon character you're fucking creepy Stop. don't look like, at me you're, you're making me like curl up in a dead spider <laughs> position oh she was so fucking mean to him he does look like a bit of a wet rat but like in an endearing I way mean, yeah it gets better over time he learns he just... I just hate how the first thing you say to the person you meet, I'll, I'll try to blink more for you. God, for real. <laughs> what a, you have what to a blink statement. more. You're creepy. You're just staring at me. I don't like this. I hate that he's like the public joke, though. Like they all sit around and make fun of him. Oh, that's in the Mexico. Like all the women get. Like even Tiffany makes. Like everybody really? makes fun of him. They all make oh fun God. of him. God, I haven't seen that yet. The only person that's nice to him is Paul. <laughs> like Paul and Zach are actually pretty tight by the end. They're like twin flames. Seen. Something about them, you know? Paul, dude. I've never seen a person that was so like he has a line in the show. I, I fucking swear. He goes, this is the most excited I've ever been in my life. I am so elated beyond words. <laughs> That man is his face one note. Move. He, yes. His voice is the same. His face is the same. But his emotions are high. But we don't know that. God. I hate the show so much. It's so bad this time. It's, it's so bad. fucking bad. God, I want you all to watch it so bad. It's so bad. I told you I didn't want to do this. I'm dragging we're through here. It. We're here now. Here. So fine. Pods. We agree. It's all over the place. It's all about the drama. Yes. Specifically from those two people you mentioned, Irina and Micah. 
Yeah. Just okay. a couple of mean girls. And they're both, they're what, 24 and 25? And they're so Something just, like that, yeah. I was a mess at that age, but I wasn't a mean girl at that age, right? Like, yeah. that's... They're just so fucking mean. Even Taylor was like, can we just get some 30-somethings? Because these 20-year-old bitches are evil. They suck. They <laughs> like, are mean. They have, they have no like self-worth, and they're taking it out on the people that do. Because Chelsea's 30. Yes. And that's, she knows who she is. That's why like, she's, she's confident good. and happy. Yeah. Yeah. Something happens to you when you turn 30. If you're like a 20-something and you're listening to this and you're like, am I a bad person? Yes. Kind of. You are. Not <laughs> kind of. Mature. Yeah. yeah, you are. <laughs> Once you hit 30, it's going to be better. You'll be better one day. You have to work on it. But like, so, so, all right, so we do all that. We meet all the people. Um, I feel like most of the meeting stuff was good. I was really happy we didn't get more shake stuff. Just fucking pow, grab, yes. grab, you know. Nasty. What about Marshall, like, ready to oh my fight God. that dude? He's like, that I girl's <laughs> mine. I did not like that. I feel Getting like that big boss, the big no. boss energy. Uh, it was so gross. Like it rubbed me the wrong way. I, okay. I don't know how I would feel if a dude okay. tried to square up on somebody else in the name of my honor. I would be like, mm, probably not. Like I, I feel like I would go with a different guy if that was the case. She gets mad at him later in the show for not being more aggressive. Oh my God. <laughs> Every couple that you know is basically a just like a a grain of rice away from just completely crumbling. Oh my god! I have like been all of them. Not I've one of them is show, strong. I've been watching the show like in bed at night, and Richard will be just hanging out on his phone, but he'll like look up and be like, "What's this couple story? Who are they? What are they doing?" And I'll like pause it and talk to him for twenty minutes about how shitty they all are. And I was telling him about these people, like <laughs> I was telling him about um Marshall and who who did he fight? Josh or something? I don't even know the dude's name, but yeah, some dude. Yeah, I was like, this dude is like squaring up on this other guy. He's like, "This is my woman, and if you don't you don't like it, you can fucking leave." And Richard was of the opinion that like guys should fight for their woman's honor and i was like but in this manner it wasn't honor it wasn't honor <laughs> no like it was like for the right to own her which yeah I think she that's was why. she was between marshall and that guy so he was like yeah. no i love her enough that i can't let her go it's yeah. not an honor thing but he was like no like i can't i can't lose her i will kick this guy to the curb to make sure that i can love her and yeah. you know what marshall fucking rules though I love him. You wait till he starts making her pancakes, man. You're going to love him. He's he's a good dude. And that's what she gets mad at. He's calm and rational. So she gets upset that he's not more aggressive. That's that's so ridiculous. It's that's people like these people are straight up people on the <sighs> show, man. Oh, you don't even know. You don't, don't know these me. things. <laughs> don't spoil it. You have wanna, to know these things, though. I want to like, learn these horrible people as it happens. You're gonna like Micah. I don't think I will. I don't think there's nope. a thing that can happen. You want me to make you like her right now? Oh, I can. Try. You ready? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Irina straight up tells her in Mexico, "I want, I want Paul. I want your dude." <gasps> Oh my god, what? 
And Micah comes around to her later and goes, I don't think I can have a best friend that could do that shit. And Good. she like squares up to her and is like, <laughs> you are a bad person. Good. You do okay. bad things. I Jesus. don't like you. I don't think sucks. we can be friends. And then she con- and then she goes off and and acts totally normal the rest of the time. Micah is a good person, but Irina brings out the absolute worst in her. What I didn't like about Micah is that so whenever they get to Mexico, Kwame asks Chelsea, which was gentlemanly of him. He's like, "I know that like we're good, but I yes. want to have a conversation." with Micah and I was like okay he wants to like get closure on that that's yeah. not what conversation he wanted to have he wanted to be like in Micah's pants which bothered me yeah he like the way he got up on her and like talked to her so close like face to face like really up in there like see her. I was good with him because I thought he was just that angry about the joke that she said yeah and he was putting an end to that which was good <laughs> and Chelsea was even like this is this is the right move we do that but why are you talking for 20 more minutes Yes, and then he's like holding her hand and playing with her engagement like, ring. And it I was completely like, what the changed. Fuck is going on? It was yeah. so, so bad and weird. And the way that Micah didn't stop it, and she was like, "I know that you and I each have our own thing going on, but I'm here for you, and I still love you, and I always will. And if you want to get with me later, maybe we could do that." Like yeah. that's the vibe I was getting. No, that's one hundred percent how she is. Once, <sighs> once Mexico and Irina are removed from this why Irina gets removed huh or just the fact that they're like living separately yeah like they're not uh, okay i mean Irina's gone okay <laughs> like her and zach are done like okay i figured as much that's like not they were, a fucking couple man they were not gonna okay. last and zach is so fucking stupid for leaving bliss are you kidding me Ooh. i hated what okay. he did to bliss okay you ready for my <laughs> hot ready. take on this it's not even Please. a hot take I 100% believe in his reaction when he told her no and he Uh was saying no to her. That was like, producer, you have to leave her because (gasps) because we're going to make you go with Irina for the show. You think so? What? There's no way he really wanted to leave her with that reaction for leaving. sobbing. And... They're so in love and we've never seen them have a conversation. I know. I know. Like, I don't buy that at all. I think it's fully they forced him into that. If you want to be on this show, get rid of Bliss. You're going with Irina. That's how this works. I feel it was purely forced upon him. Man, I want to say that I, I hope Zach goes for Bliss after the show. But at the same time, like you fucking left her. You duff. You duff. You duff. You duff, you idiot, <laughs> you gabuts. I, I don't think that I think Bliss deserves better because Zach, like, Bliss I don't know, backed off and dude. questioned it. Bliss deserves the world. She and Chelsea deserve each other, and I want them to have, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> a friendship where they raise children together. In they a even were, yeah, yeah. Yes, they even said like, you know, a lot of girls are just freezing their eggs and having kids together. <laughs> buying a duplex let's do that i love that for them i want that okay so i already knew about zach and irena from tiktok before i ever watched the show oh my god i saw like a clip of them on tiktok and i didn't realize it was from love is blind until i saw it in the show okay where he's talking about like their kids names oh yeah because it was like when you don't realize your boyfriend's trying to name them elden ring characters or something <laughs> yes. like that what about a uh, godric for a baby name what dude then she goes i only like like eclectic names that no one's heard and he goes ooh what about goliath 
<laughs> fuck, dude. But no. Oh my god. I'd seen a TikTok of her being like, "You look like a cartoon character," and like the whole meeting, and then their breakup where they're in Mexico brushing their teeth. And they're just going back and forth with each other, going like, I wanted to leave you on day one. I wanted to leave you on day three. I couldn't stand you as soon as I saw you. What the fuck? It gets Why bad. Why do you fucking choose her? I hate. I swear. I hate. Watch, watch their interactions. Watch the stuff and think about how it was when he left Bliss. That was yeah. forced. There's it no. Been. Absolutely no fucking way. Yeah. He would have left that girl. For there a person was, we don't zero. even know. There's zero chemistry with them when they first meet. She's just like, hey. Like, Richard was watching this part with me, and he watched the meet, and he's like, they hate each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Mexico gets so much worse, dude. God. Like, they can't... He can't touch her. They yeah, s- I... They sleep on opposite ends of the bed, and when he does touch her, she literally screams. Yeah, I, I've Wee! been watching... Yeah, it's yeah. gross. It's awful. I hate it. Um... It's bad. I just, I can't stand Irina. She sucks. Yeah, she does. She sucks so bad. I kind of want to just Google Irina right now. Like, <laughs> see what the world is saying about her. Irina. You know what they blind. are saying? Tell me. Apparently, because it keeps saying business owner or whatever, they're like, Irina sucks on Love is Blind, but is actually a great business owner. Like, she runs her business very professionally and well and does okay. a good business. So now I'm like, is she even really that bad, or did they just hire a villain for the show? God, I don't know. Like, I don't know. But hands down, Irina's the worst person that's been on the show for women. Yeah, because Shake is always the worst person. Yeah, of all time. because Shake is the worst man. <laughs> yeah. But like, he even trumps her though. Like, he is the worst person that's been on the show. Period. <laughs> like, hands down. Yes. But for the ladies could have been Shayna, but yeah i know it's, it's like fully it's Shana irena vibes irena sucks she's, she's the worst she's the worst this season is the worst i'm having <laughs> the worst time watching so it. bad i'm having a bad time like, but i'm gonna finish it okay perfect match i hated but <laughs> i enjoyed it more than i'm enjoying this perfect oh match God. at least had some moments of love that you kind of believed and shane was most of that for yeah. me which is weird to say but like he redeemed <laughs> himself for me on that show even though yeah, i know that weird. he was only on that show and that he was on that show and that's what ruined him and natalie in real life which fucks me up yeah that sucks. but like every single one of these couples is so on the verge of like why are we watching this even kwame and chelsea are like yeah is this good? Is it great? Man, they seem so good right now. Like, I mean, before the whole mess with Micah, they just seem like one of those couples that like, you know, you see some couples and you're like, yeah, they have sex. Like they fucking, they fuck. You look at them and you're like, yeah, they have a, they have a good, solid I mean, base all she ever says is, on. God, I can't fucking walk today. Like my fucking, I am wrecked I down here. <laughs> I'm wrecked. <laughs> Jesus. Brett and Tiffany were my top, and now that they're like in the real world, they seem so solid. I don't know, dude. Uh, damn it! I wanted them to work because they were so sweet together in Mexico. Can I tell you, like, one of the things that's getting to them? It's Brett's yes. uh, spending on clothes and stuff. 
And so she's like, what's like the most you've spent on an item that you have? And he was like, well, electronics Uh don't count because those are those are just pricey. Like you can't really get cheap electronics. But he's like, I'd say my luggage. And she was like, your luggage? And he was like, yeah, I spent like twelve hundred dollars on this one thing of luggage. And she goes, ballistic. (laughs) And he's like, but it'll last. And she's like, so will the other ones. Yeah, I don't need to suitcase I luggage right now. Is the one I took to Camp Goddard? Yeah, when I was in fifth fucking grade, oh dude. <laughs> the zippers are busted to shit, but they stay closed. I'm good, you know. Jesus, but yeah, like he has yeah. like a whole like wall of shoes, like Jordans and stuff. So like he's like he's like one of those guys. No. He like has clothes, you know. That's nuts. I did not. He didn't strike me as that kind of a person. Not at all. Taylor was even like, is Tiffany poor? Like, is that what's going on here? <laughs> like, like, is she poor and he's rich? So she's like, I can't understand the spending habits like this. And I was like, I didn't think so, but maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Like, we don't know. That is one thing that, like, I feel like these people don't get into discussions about, like, money in the pods. And that is, like, one of the most important things in life, especially for your spouse. Like, you want to nail down your financial plan together. That's, like, yeah. the building blocks of life. Because if, if you don't agree on money, you don't agree on shit. You can't be having all your food money. Like Shane, you know? <laughs> yes. God. There hasn't been a lot of, like, religion in this one. There's been a lot of couples in the past seasons where it's, like, their whole basis was built on, like, a religious thing. Yeah. That hasn't been a thing this time. Because they're in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, I was like, man, all the rumors are true. They're all just like computer people. They yeah. all do computer software stuff. <laughs> it's true. Everyone down here in Dallas is obsessed with, you know, godliness. Yeah. Where was Shayna from? Is she California? Where was that season? Uh, Chicago. Yeah. yeah. No, Chicago was like the first one. Was it? Shayna was, that was what, season two, right? Yeah. Season two She's the most religious contestant we've ever had, I think. Where was season two? Let me go to Wikipedia. That's the good one. They always know. Because they say where their hometown is, but that's not where the show took place, you know? I feel like it was... Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Then where was season one? Well, I didn't watch the beginning of season one, so I actually don't know where that happened. Yeah, I don't know where that was. Yeah, so we did Chicago, then we did Dallas, and now we're in Seattle. Who knows what next season is, but it's already filmed. See, oh man, I want to see happening like, at some point. Florida, I guess some real crazy motherfuckers in there. I think we looked it up. Like we know, I just don't remember. Because I was, I was over it. I was over the show. Like, here we are. <laughs> done. Here we are again. And we pulled you back in. God, I fucking, I hate it. Like the show I, is I awful, hate it, dude. It is. I will eat it for breakfast, though. It is. This is the most non-love me. show. <laughs> Taylor did say, though, that this was the only one that made her cry. Why? Oh, dude, she cried at Brett and Tiffany stuff real big. She cried at Chelsea and Kwame stuff real big. Mm. Like, she, like, full-blown wept several times. Oh, my God. There were a couple that got me this time, but nothing will get me. I think, like, when... Oh, dude, who were the people? They met their parents. His dad was, like, a preacher. Remember? 
Yeah. The dude that oh. went out and partied and then the short yeah. girl. Yeah. Oh, they were so sweet. Jarrett and Ayana. Jarrett. Yep. When they met the family with the two of them. Yeah. That made me cry. Yeah, that was like that the was most like moved whole, I think I'd been. That was a whole like therapy family come yeah. to Jesus session. That shit was good. Yeah, that was good. Season four has a 69 on Rotten Tomatoes. So that's something nice. <laughs> but like. There's no love. <laughs> no. And everything that happens comes out of nowhere. Like, there's a bunch happening behind the scenes that's either we're telling you to do this or stuff is actually happening, but they don't show it to us. Yeah. I kind of want to look up um, the uh, season three couples and see if they're still together. Wikipedia did have that. Oh. Here, see. March 23rd. This is recent. Season I want to know um, about that scared girl and her alcoholic yeah. husband. Alexa and Brennan and then Colleen and Matt. They are Colleen still Colleen and Matt are married but not living together yet. Yep. It has been it's, it's two it's years. It's not going to happen. No. Why would they? She's terrified of him. Yeah. Man, don't look at more Wikipedia stuff because they have big old season four spoilers right there. Okay. Don't go down there. Like there's, okay. there's stuff you don't want to know. Let's look at the ages though for season four. I know that um, Brett and Tiffany are both like mid thirties, like thirty four, thirty six, something like that. Yeah, Kwame and Chelsea are like thirty ish, thirty six, thirty seven for Brett and Paul Tiffany. Paul and Micah, Micah's twenty seven. Twenty seven. She and acts so much younger. Paul is twenty nine. Okay, so they're close. Uh, let's say Chelsea and Kwame. Yeah, so she's thirty one. He's thirty three. Not bad. Okay. Marshall and what are Jacqueline, twenty seven apiece. Okay. And Irina's 26. Yep. And Zach is 31, Zach, 32. Zach is 31. Zach deserved so much better. I just hate that they have, like, there's 20 more people. There's 20 more people that were on this show. <laughs> this, I know. This one says Bill, no last name provided. <laughs> Good old Bill. That's it. My favorite. <laughs> like, the show doesn't mean anything anymore. No, but I'm only watching it because Sunday is going to be a live show. So as you're listening, I've already seen the live show, but we don't know what it is right now. It must be a reunion, right? Like I was weirded out. I was like live event. I don't know. What's it going to be? Because I think the final wedding shit, it does say there's an episode tomorrow on the 14th. But if it's. If it's live, is it going to be unedited? Are we going to see people like throw hands and say bad words about each other? Is live available is on it, Netflix? Like, yeah, is can it Netflix live show live? it to you live? Are they streaming it? I'm, or are they just like releasing it at that time, like a YouTube live? You know, I don't know, dude. Because yeah, I wanna, all of this is live, right? You know, so what's the difference then? And I don't know. Yeah, I hate the show. I'm about to go Thank watch you for watching it with me. I. You're not welcome. I hate this season, man. <laughs> I do too. This season angers the blood big time. Yeah. I bleh. I hate it, dude. I fucking hate Are it. Are you ready to get divorced? Yes. <laughs> God. Tired of looking like a cartoon character. If you love this episode, please tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way to get the good Yemtop into fresh new ears. We release every single Monday. Every week, if you need something to pick up your spirits, lighten your week load, man, 
check in with us Monday morning. We will carry you through the day, get your week started right. And after that, if you're like, but what about the rest of my week? I don't get to hear you guys until the next Monday. You can come talk to us, man. You can talk to us every day in between. You can hop on over at Twitter, tweet us, let us know what you think about Love is Blind. We thought about the Mario movie. What you thought about D&D? What was your favorite reference in both of those movies? I would like to know. But if that's not enough, tweets are too slow. It's not, it's not the immediate reaction you're looking for. We got that Discord, man. You can hop on over in Patreon. Hop on for the low, low $2 tier. Chat with us all the time. You can be chatting with us right now. There's messages coming in that I'm reading as I'm saying this at the moment. They're always there. And we're always there. Uh, so yeah, let us know what you think about the movies we discussed, what you think about John Wick paving the way for how guns could be portrayed in movies to make it safer for everybody as well. It's phenomenal. And you know what? I don't know that I want you to tell me about Love is Blind, but go ahead. I (laughs) might as well. (laughs) Tell us your favorite couple. Tell us your least favorite couple. I'm in the sauce. Let's just pour it on together. And... Again, just a thank you to all you listeners, all you patrons, just anybody that's hearing this right now. Thank you. We love you and appreciate you. Our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube. And as always, thank you so much for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Jonathan! Jonathan, no! one more important sound we wanted you to hear. I wasn't sure what a Cthulhu noise would be. That was good, because I was just going to go... <laughs> like, <laughs> What's up, Cthulhu? <laughs> What's up, Cthulhu? <laughs> oh, greasy, bro. Do you know how much fun it is to just talk like Polly Shore? <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. It's the best.